Big Dog Sad Talk, brought to you by uh, Jordan Flegel's Donuts. They make you go nuts. Matt Eichhorn, Jordan Flegel, Big Dog Ball Talk. You know, I usually like to bring the energy up top of the show, but Jordan, this fucking blows. It sucks. No one likes it when their team loses. No one likes it when their season ends. Uh, you know, it's, a, it's a rush of emotion. Uh, you know, as you know, as everyone else who you know is listening, if you've had your team's season end, uh, even not just this year, but in the in the past, uh, you know how that feels. Yep. It stings. It hurts. Take it personally. Um, I was I was telling Flegel before we got on this. I, I was screaming. I was throwing shit through. Even in the first half, when things were going well in that Raptors Sixers yep. game, which of course we're gonna get into in a second, but. Uh, you know, I, I was like, you know what? I mean, I, I already have a couple beers. Maybe that's the wrong direction. Maybe lost. You know, hit the ganja. Now I'm cool. I, I'm breezy. <laughs> I'm sure in the morning I'm going to be back to being mad and broody. But I'm glad that for the podcast, I'm going to have some clarity. It's like almost like the, what do they call that? Post-nut clarity? That's what the kids say. Oh, is that what you part- partook in? A little... Uh, Not this time. No. Okay. You always tell me it feels good. I don't really know what you mean by it. Oh, but. oh my God. Well, okay. Yeah, before we get into the game, I mean, first of all, my audio is going to sound weird. Everyone uh, yeah, is assaulting your, uh, your ears here. I'm, uh, I just want to, before we even get into it, Matt, I want to shout out my own dedication. I'm in a farmhouse <laughs> that has not been True. inhabited since uh, last summer. Uh, there's no heating in this place. Uh, so I've got a little it. heater. You might, you might hear this little heater next to me. If I didn't have this little Dyson, I'd probably be dead. Every other room in this house is freezing cold. Annie booked it back to the city for a night, uh, to, she had something to do. So I'm here. Oh, you're solo. I'm completely alone on a little Island with nothing out here. Literally nothing. Oh, so that's why you wanted to do the drinking, the idea that we had before. Yes, I did. Yeah, that all uh, makes sense. Yeah. If I was yeah. alone on an Island with no fucking heat, that's the only thing that's going to keep you warm. Have a couple of drinks I, for me, buddy. I, 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 I will. I will. And I have to work tomorrow at 7am, which is yeah. why we're, uh, we're recording what it's 1040 PM right now, Easter time. So yeah. we're not going to get to, uh, any recap of the, the jazz Mavs game going on, uh, tonight. We'll just have to guess at that one, but, uh, 10294 yeah, Mavericks close it in. All right. That that's that's pretty I I I put money down on that something nice. like that. Yeah, um, sounds good to me but, too. But um yeah, just wanted to get into that before we get get going. Uh this is where I'm going to be for the next couple months. I'll have a much better setup though next time I'll mm-hmm. have my mic, you know, it'll, it'll be a little bit warmer so uh we'll be we'll be good to go. But uh, go on Matt, we'll we'll get into this this Yeah, yeah. You know, sad talk about the Raptors game. And and also uh yeah, before we just hop into that quickly, um if uh, yeah, and our, our our lovely producer Alex has also uh, been in Florida this week, so this episode as well as our uh, past Monday episode uh, was edited by yours truly. So uh, if you didn't wow, notice any job. difference, if you didn't notice any difference, uh, please uh, let Alex know uh, because that means <laughs> that we we shouldn't be paying him anymore. No, uh, because no. we pay him I, I, a lot. Yeah, we should be. There should be a noticeable difference in this quality. So uh, you guys let us know. Uh, I've been I've been itching for a reason to get that guy kicked out, but you know, <laughs> HR purposes. Yeah, Big Dog Ball Talking Corporations. Uh, you know, we're we're not able to do that yet. But what we are able to do is uh, jump in to the Raptors 76ers. Uh, what a series, Jordan! The Raptors they take it. Uh, they take the loss that is in uh, in six games to the to the 76ers. All the credit to the 76ers. Uh, a, a great job to rally back. Sure. Uh, you know, when people pretty much were already starting to roll out the, the, the red carpet for the Raptors, which again, Jordan, as a Raptors fan, we've talked about this before. You never, ever want people to be rooting for your team. You never want to see you be the favorites. Like a lot of people were saying going into the series, it fucking happened. 
once everyone shits on the Raptors, we started playing better. We were getting better. Everything was going the way we wanted. And then not only the, the thing that disappointed me the most was obviously the regular NBA pundit or meme or whoever the hell you want to talk about Twitter person, uh, you yeah. know, talking about the Raptors. I'm not even worried about them. It's the Raptors fans, like the Raptors faithful on Twitter or on Instagram or anywhere in the media that after game five, we're like, oh, yeah, it's time. We're calling this off. 3-0 comeback. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. No, you have to be humble and pessimistic. Humble and pessimistic. Yeah. That's how Raptors fans get by. And, yeah. of course, I blame them now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I think I've got a pretty big bone to pick. I, I Like, with a lot of our fans in general, like a lot of Raptors fans, yep. Uh, yep. you know, like – you sent me the, the thing on Twitter. I know it's uh-huh. been going around. It's, it's yeah. been a theme this entire series uh, that Jurassic Park outside is, you know, a hundred times more lively than it is in the building. People are showing up late. That was a big thing today. Mm-hmm. A bunch of uh, more, uh, morning TV, uh, Sid, who was on. Uh, uh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what's his face? Sid now Sir, now oh, with yeah. the, uh, bre- breakfast television. Long solilo- soliloquy type thing I saw this morning, urging people, you know, leave work early, get there on time. Uh, didn't didn't really seem to work, and it still seemed like a Raptors playoff atmosphere in there for most games, but not like it started out. I was no, this there, one was like, bad. Like like it, this this whole series, I'm like, I think if we had like our our you know back in the day 2014 uh, loud as hell through the entire game, literally a hostile environment yeah, type of yeah. environment um, and type of crowd today, like we could have we would have had a way way better chance of winning this game, but like we didn't harness that energy and like we i don't know everyone was just kind of there everyone was just kind of watching a raptors game so here's and here's the big difference i mean we've talked about this before um you know the price is a huge difference so i again i looked into going to this game uh i I really looked at some tickets uh and i I think the cheapest ticket i saw was 275 dollars canadian stand for standing room if you wanted a real if you wanted a seat it was 300 so for our american uh listeners that's uh, approximately – it's just over $230 American, essentially, for standing room tickets. Yeah, um, yeah. It's, it's embarrassing. And, again, yeah, it's the same. We're getting to the Leafs, you know, territory of uh, yeah. how people can go to, uh, to to those games. You have to pretty much either be – you have to know somebody or you have to be, you know, very wealthy. Uh, like yeah. 300 tickets 300, – I, I went to the first round in 2018, and yeah. uh, my ticket was $120. It was the 300s, but that's still – that's you double. That's over double the price. Of what I'd be paying for a standing room yep. ticket, so that's uh, yeah, that that's insane. I do I do think the crowd was one of the worst ones, but they still, you know, they they held it down. They they gave them their the let's go Raptors till the end. So you know, it could have been worse. It could have been worse, but it wasn't. Yeah, it, we have a high standard at this point. Uh, and also that's how bad that game was. That we would like to distract you all and talk about the crowd, talk about the fans, yeah. not talk about the fact the Raptors lost in an elimination game at home by thirty seven points. Yeah, yeah. Or 35. I, I don't really know. I, it was a fucking embarrassing. That's an embarrassing yeah. loss. I'm getting a little bit, I'm sober enough. I'm getting a little angry. Again <laughs> you're, now. You're, you're getting the break. Seriously. Tackle, I, yeah. I, we, I, I'm all silver linings right now. I'm trying to be all silver linings, but I get yeah. a, little, a little bit of this out. The Raptors deserve to be made fun of for the record. Yeah. As great as this was an underdog season, they deserve to be made fun of. What the, f- you can't, you can't tell me that when you have all the momentum on your side, it's a one point game at half. I knew it was 79 to 67. The 76ers just took another foul call that it was three minutes in three minutes yeah. into that third quarter. And I knew right then and there, I said, this is a game over. I went and cracked yeah. a beer and I said, this is done. And well, there's, they just, they folded. They came up with no intensity, no urgency, no desperation that they had in game four, five and uh, or even yeah, four or five. Like it, yeah. it, I, I'm, I, I'm at a kind of a loss uh, again, why they just reverted back to this like 
uh, as I so eloquently put it before, pussy basketball, where they <laughs> refused to go into the paint. The jump shots weren't falling after the first quarter. I don't know what they were thinking. Scotty, I love you, Scotty, but you can't shoot yet. You can't. Yeah, yeah I know. And Matt, well, Matt, I think it's what, what you had said. Like, uh, you know, the Raptors, they can they win a few games. They can try their best to mount this comeback. But are they going to have enough gas in the tank uh, to mm-hmm. actually pull it off? And I think Siakam in this game looked tired to me, like the way he was – he was trying to break people down. He was trying to do his thing. He had an okay game, but I don't know. He just, he didn't have the same legs. And obviously, you know, they played the last couple games without Fred Van Vliet, who, you know, who wasn't having a great series. And I don't think plays that well against a team like the Sixers. He, so he I don't hasn't think it was been the healthy for loss. like, and I, well, I, I, I say, since like the all-star break, I, I said before, I man, like he's, it, that, that was a tough break. Go on though. Sorry. It, it, it's true. And even Scotty Barnes, I think he could have played a lot better in general in this series. He yeah. was even towards the end of this game, kind of wincing on that ankle, yeah. kind of limping around a little bit. Um, you know, Boucher had an awesome game. That's, that's probably the biggest bright spot in, in this one, in terms of Raptors performers, you know, he, he came off the bench and, uh, he's you know, want some money. He, he's, he's, he, uh, he's a great sort of sixth man to have, you know, in, in this kind mm-hmm. of role, um, you know, a guy who can do some things defensively and, and hit threes. Um, and, you know, I, th- I thought Gary Trent had an awesome back half of this series. I think yeah, he would have yeah. really changed a lot of kind of things in games one and two if he was, uh, you know, as effective as a, of a shooter as he was, uh, you know, in these last three. Um, so it, there was a lot of things, but like, I don't know, the, the, I, I was telling you before we got on camera, the, I, w- I was kind of getting home late from work. Uh, I wasn't able to watch the beginning part of this game, but it was tied halftime or, or no, the, the Sixers were up by one at halftime. So I was like, okay, the Raptors, they're, they're doing great. And by the time I got my shit together and uh, put on the stream, they were down by 20. Like yeah. it happened in a blink of an eye, like a couple maxi threes, the Harden step back He was pulling up for everywhere. He was just, uh, yeah, my God. And they, you know, the, the Sixers obviously came out with crazy energy in the third. And w- once they got that separation, you know, like you said, it was, it was done. Um, and I just, the, the Raptors just did not have the, the energy to, to pull it out. And like, you got to credit, Philly for going on yep. that run for yep. playing that, that defense and uh, you know, getting out and running and then, you know, hitting the threes, the timely threes um, Maxi obviously had another monster game and bead was, was, was pretty good. I thought he had kind of a quiet 33 and 10, but um, a lot of free throws, a lot of bullshit as per usual. It, that guy, true. Yeah, he's still one of the best God. players in the NBA, but he's that guy in the whistle, man. That's a, that's a I match know. made in heaven. I know. I know. And you know, like at the end of the day, it wasn't even the free throws. Like the Raptors shot 25. The, the, the Sixers only had 23. Mm-hmm. So the Raptors actually outshot them from the line, but the Raptors were seven of what is it? Seven of 35 from three. So they, they got, they, just, yeah, well they couldn't shoot. That's what I was saying with Scotty, man. That, that yeah. was driving me nuts. They, it, again, the first, the, that first quarter, they were lights out going well, but after that Siakam couldn't hit the three. No. Uh, I mean, OG, Gary Trent, OG had a rough game. OG had a, he was invisible. That guy was a yeah. pile on. That was really like, that was a huge, huge miss. And that's kind of why, again, the second quarter, you don't have him to lock down and hit a, hit a two threes. Like he, he yeah. did nothing, yeah. man. He really was irrelevant um, yeah. in the, in this game, which is rare for him. Like, I think that, that honestly, you could probably say that's his worst playoff performance. I think. I think so. Yeah. Like that's I, be. even when he was a rookie, you know, guarding LeBron, he was better than yeah. that. So, uh, yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll see how that goes, but, um, yeah, yeah it's a, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's bittersweet. Uh, cause you know, I me- I kind of mentioned the silver linings. Well, first silver lining, uh, Joel Embiid, such a tough guy. Say so waits till they're up 30 points with, uh, three minutes left in the season to bust out yeah. the airplane. Like, okay. I know I, as much as I he thought he was it. a dickhead for doing it but last time, 
at least they were in the middle of a tough series. Yeah. And they were whooping the Raptors like handling. I was like, you know what? That would piss me off. But you know, I was I could respect that. Oh, I yeah. don't respect yeah. it's a game, it's a game clinching uh series right here and a series clinching game, pardon me. Uh and, and you know, the, it's already over, you know, you're way up, and then you do a little baby one. The silver lining to be best one of the it's gotta be probably my top 10 moments of the season. Siakam comes down, barrels bat out of hell, and yeah. locks him in the head. And uh, <laughs> I mean, and then and it beats oh here. Then yeah, it was a, it was on it was a it was a foul. It was hundred yeah. percent foul. Um, yeah. But I what well, you gotta love Spicy P. You gotta love Siakam for for that kind of heart. Not a lot of guys in the league do that or would do that. So I you gotta respect that. Um, and, yeah. and on the other side, you know, then Joel Embiid's crying on the sideline, asking them to patch up a bruise above his left core. <laughs> it's like okay, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, uh, you can't put a bandage on a bruise, buddy. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, the, the real silver lining, you know, even you and I, Jordan, didn't think that this season was going to go as well as it did uh, or even close. No, no, so, no. If you can exceed the expectations to the magnitude they did, you have the rookie of the year. You had an all NBA caliber guy. You had an NBA all star, all three different players, too. Had, not just one guy all wrapped into a super player. Um, yep. This like the future is bright. There's very oh, yeah. clear issues that need to be fixed. Um, but like. I think that that's a good thing. That's a good problem to have right now. Like we're kind of in a, a situation where, you know, things can really shift uh, in, in, in like the tides of team chemistry and who's there, team personnel, even in the front office, if we don't really know what's going to go on with Masai or Nick Nurse. Yep. Um, but at the end of the day, we're still in a good spot for the future. Uh, we got a lot of cornerstone oh, yeah. guys here now, uh, especially with Scotty. So, uh, hey, there's only, the only way to go here is up. And we had a oh, yeah. pretty tough beginning of the season. So especially with all that, that, that COVID nonsense, we had four guys left. Uh, yep. So I'm, I'm all in all as horrible as the series ended. Uh, I mean, embarrassing game, but I'm willing to look past it and just celebrate the, the great Raptors season that we did have. And that's why, you know, I got only Raptors jerseys up behind me. Everyone on YouTube can see Jordan's got his, yep. uh, his Raptors shirt on. So, I mean, I, I had my Siakam jersey on the whole game. I didn't take it off to the last second. So, uh, yep. Shout out to all the Raptors faithful out there. Uh, it was a good series, 76ers, and we're uh, we're going to talk about your uh, your playoff future a little bit later on to the podcast. Yep, yep. And and speaking of that, now's a good time, Matt. My like I do every year when the Raptors uh, bow out. I'm going to take this off now. Uh, it's it's Damn. been great. I'm going to give it up, uh, and I'm going to wash it now for the first time. Actually, hasn't yeah. been that long. The Raptors. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't wash it till they yeah. lose, but this one still smells fresh. But you know what? Uh, uh, the Raptors showed amazing fight. Uh, that was great. They, 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 to win uh, two games in a row after being down 3-0, that's, that's uh, you know, one, just literally one more win, and we would have broken the internet. Uh, and, and I like to end a season on, on mm-hmm. you know, could be way worse, uh, as, as, as you said a little earlier. So, well, well done, Raptors. Hell of a season. Future is bright. Uh, to move on, the, uh, the other game, uh, another team was eliminated today, the New Orleans Pelicans, uh, another place where the future is very, very bright. Uh, yeah. could be like immensely bright if a certain number one overall pick wanted to actually play for them uh, or the organization wanted him to play for them. I'm not really sure what it is at this point, uh, but <laughs> the, the new Orleans Pelicans falling to the suns. Uh, what a series uh, really entered like one of my probably favorite series to watch. Uh, yeah, honestly, I was thinking that, that like, too. of the first round, this might be my favorite series. Uh, when when I'm kind of thinking fine. about it, um, yeah. 
Jose Alvarado just is, is now going to be like a, a household name uh, when it comes to, you know, my, basketball my lip, fan. my lip, he made me bleed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, he was, he, as I saw, like a lot of people saying, you know, he was really out Chris Paul and Chris Paul at times. Um, but you know what? At the, at the end of the day, Herb Jones, Trey Murphy, uh, you know, the, the, all these young guys, you can't stop a team that's, you know, coming from the NBA uh, finals the year prior. Uh, and then Chris Paul goes off for 33 points, uh, a career high, uh, or career high in the playoffs, I believe. Uh, I know it was a season high as well. Uh, eight assists, didn't miss a shot, 100% from the shot. field. Um, yep. That's a masterclass, man. It's If yep. you're going to lose to that, and still it was close. It wasn't it was like they got close. blown out, and Chris Paul had to play that well. Literally a perfect game uh, yep. to, to, be, to just put you guys away a little bit. If you're a Pelicans fan, man, you gotta you gotta be feeling really proud. Like you, I don't think you have to hold anything back. Like I don't think there's any reason to be upset at this point, other than maybe you're just believing you could have probably won this series. Could, could definitely could have. Yeah, and uh, I even thought uh, I agree with you. This was probably the most fun first round series, and I I I I realized watching this game too. I was like, you know what? The 50 bucks I had to give you for the Pelicans making the playoffs, it's worth it. I, I got my entertainment value out of uh, these guys. True. Um, you know, You're throwing, welcome, then. Throwing three rookies out there at the end of a, a yeah. fucking tough playoff game. Like, what What a what – a, what, just, just so much fun to watch these guys uh, go out there and compete. And they seem like a team that really likes each other. Like, they're, they're young, and they've, they've got the McCollum in there, you know, to, for, for the little bit of veteran leadership. Um, I like the way their team is constructed. They've, they've actually drafted decently well since, you know, from Zion forward, um, you know, Jackson Hayes didn't have a great game in this one. Wasn't really mm-hmm. much of a factor in this series, but uh, another kind of young guy that they, they put some stock into who has played well this year. And yeah, like if anything, like you've got to be happy as a Pelicans fan too, because this has got to, at least in theory, coax Zion to, to come back slash stay 100%. with this franchise and give it a go with these guys. Cause my God, like I, no one, no one on earth saw this coming. You know, the no, Phoenix yeah. is the juggernaut of the league. The, the guys that, you know, uh, when a game is close, uh, it's pretty much over, you know, foregone conclusion. I picked them to sweep uh, the Pelicans and like, they, they just showed amazing fight. And, and yeah, especially their rookies like uh, Herb Jones is a freaking stud. He's probably going to yeah. be defensive player of the year. Uh, maybe point, multiple maybe, yeah. uh, at some point, uh, you know, in his career, um, and, and can actually shoot it a little bit. He's only going to get better at that. Mm-hmm. Alvarado, uh, definitely one of the most, you know, he's going to be like the guy I want to watch on league pass, like whatever mm-hmm. team he goes to, I just want to watch him do his little sneaks. Uh, my dream of, you know, Jose Alvarado, uh, getting to the NBA finals this year somehow. And in game seven, doing the grand theft Alvarado against Drew holiday or somebody that died today, but, but that's okay. Maybe, maybe down the line, we can love um, that. but, uh, <laughs> and, and even Larry Nance, like for them to pick up uh, someone like that, like I just, he I was really great. The way he was, he was incredible. Like, and he's the perfect kind of role even, player for this. Team. He gave them a chance to tie. If they got the stop on that, Chris Paul, that floater that just, just rolled in somehow. Oh, he, short. Somehow Chris, yeah. Chris at the end of those games, it can bounce. However, it fucking bounces on the rim. He just somehow gets them to roll yeah. in. Yeah. Um, but he, and, he, he had Larry Nance had that and one the layup did, and, you know, yeah. bring it within really three. Like it was, uh, I think it was only yeah. fifty seconds left. Like, uh, yeah, really great pickup for them. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I just think you know, most people I think uh, other than freaking Big Perk uh, who said Pelicans in seven, most people thought the Suns were somehow, some way going to advance here. So mm-hmm. you know, that's we can talk about about them, but I think it was a pretty pretty standard 
uh, Phoenix game other than Chris Paul, you know, going off the way he did. It's I'm glad to see Devin Booker uh, be back and hit hit a really big three there at the end. Uh, pretty much the dagger there. Um, only finished with 13 and five, but played enough minutes and looked enough like himself that I think he's going to, you know, go into next series feeling good and kind of get ramped back up to where he was playing, uh, you know, in game one of this series. Yeah, and, yeah. uh, but like I said, like everyone expected Phoenix to move on. I think this is just all about, you know, this is the, the Pelicans party. They, they did way better than anyone thought. Didn't, I didn't even think they'd make the playoffs and, uh, yeah, with Zion added to this group next year. I think they're, you know, if, if everyone, if everything goes according to plan, everyone can stay healthy enough. Like this is a solidly in the playoffs team. I think they're good enough to knock out, yeah. uh, you know, some of the, some of those other guys, uh, you know, who are at kind of at the bottom of the playoff picture in the, in the West, whether that's, uh, you know, Minnesota or the Clippers even, well, depending on who they get back, it, it'll be tough. The West is still super competitive, but I think uh, the Pelicans are in a really, really good position going forward with their young guys. Well, and, you know, again, they, as, as well as they played them, uh, you know, and they, they had to rush Devin Booker back. Like he didn't look a hundred percent, like he didn't yep. play all that well, but you know, he, he no. made the difference. He hit the huge three down the stretch, uh, to, you know, give the Suns a little bit of a, a gap there that inevitably, you know, gave them the win. Uh, yep. it's, uh, you know, it's crazy to think a one seed was that afraid of the eight seed, yep. uh, coming and, back and there. It's not easy to piss off Chris Paul, like to, to, mm-hmm. to, to get him that, riled up uh and and i i don't think chris paul expected to need to go out there and be a scorer at all and he had to do it almost every game after Devin yep. went out so well and that was pretty much yeah the whole the whole series and when, yeah. when i'm looking at you know how the potential uh you know western conference is going to shake out like and, and and this is also granted the Devin booker by game one uh against either the the mavericks or the jazz here uh will uh you know Devin Booker will be back to how he he should be playing regular season. Devin Booker. Just go on yeah. to that assumption. Uh, even with that, I I don't know if anybody else in this playoff run for the Suns, if they can go to the NBA Finals, is going to give them uh, the the battle and the fight that the yeah. Pelicans did. I think this might be the closest series that the uh, the Suns get for the rest yeah. of their their playoff run, unless they you know inevitably lose to somebody. But I I really think that the Pelicans push them to a limit that I don't think yep. a lot of people, if it, all it takes is CJ McCollum, not vanishing for the playoffs, uh, you know, when they really need him for the umpteenth time, yeah. uh, I'm back on my CJ hate. Cause again, as I said, I don't have to root for the Pelicans anymore. Uh, yeah, that, that, that guy's a, that guy's a sham, uh, you know, was playing well, was proving me wrong for a while, but, uh, yep. that was a, that was a bad shooting performance on his end for the, uh, for a big game at, at yep. home. May I also add, um, yes. but yeah, it's, I, I think that, you know, likely it's going to be the Mavericks, uh, but you know, we'll see if it's even the Jazz. I don't really know. Depending on these matchups, I don't think they're going to give them that much of a scare compared to the Pelicans. I think that the, the Pels were their, their real shot in the mouth, and I think they're going to be a lot better off for it now. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's true. Like a lot of uh, you see teams that go on to win the, the, the title or get to the finals or get deep in the playoffs, a lot of them have uh, sort of more competitive first round series than people expect. Mm-hmm. And it actually helps those teams like to, to be kind of battle tested, to go through yep. that, to sort of deal with adversity. That's one thing too. When you get a team like Phoenix, um, sometimes when you're so dominant in the regular season, you're not used to the, the adversity right there in your face, like mm-hmm. day after day, like over uh, during the course of uh, a series, like the Phoenix rolled all year. They basically had no issues. They, they guys went out, um, and they, they still won, still won they, yeah. like they, they were, they were great, uh, no matter what happened. And that, that doesn't really 
sort of build as much kind of toughness and resiliency that, that you get when you're like, you know, a, a three or four seed who has to battle to get there and, you know, has to, um, you know, it, go through a lot of tougher times uh, by the time you reach the playoffs. So I think ultimately the fact that the Suns got through, that Devin Booker looks to be, you know, on the mend, he can have a little bit of a break here, uh, you know, especially if the, uh, the Dallas-Utah uh, series goes seven um, and he can, you know, the, uh, even for Chris Paul, having a little bit of rest will help. Um, and I think they'll come out and, and, you know, look even stronger in the second round. And, and I agree. I think the, the Pelicans sort of the way they played with that energy and they had that two headed kind of scoring snake uh, in Ingram and McCollum and Valanchunas, who had a great series, mm-hmm. uh, you know, JV. Um, like, I, I think let's say it's, it's uh, Dallas that they play next. Like I think defending Luca plus all their shooters will almost be a easier task for Phoenix. Like yeah, I think yeah. they'll understand what's going to go on a little bit more. And I think like bridges and Crowder and, and Johnson and, and, and their defenders will be able to handle what freaking Dorian Finney Smith and, and Kleba and, and all these guys who are mostly just stationary shooters. Like I, th- I think they're more equipped to do that than, you know, rather than Ingram and McCollum and even Herb Jones, like driving and doing kind of like weird ass yeah, shit. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, I, I, I think Phoenix is going to be better off, uh, you know, getting through kind of battle tested after this first round, we'll see who they face ultimately, but I, I'll definitely, I definitely pick them to, to, well, we'll get into our second round preview in a little bit uh, d- down the line in the pod, but I, I, I think this is good for Phoenix, even though they had a little bit of a scare. Yeah, I uh, totally agree there. Uh, to move on to uh, essentially, it's crazy. We thought that this was going to be a bloodbath, we kept saying, going to be some crazy battles. Uh, and, I mean, the playoffs have been amazing so far. Uh, yeah. But, man, not a lot of long ones. We might not get a game seven. Uh, yeah. the whole first round. I mean, we, I think we were expecting quite a few, so we'll, uh, we'll see if that kind of trend continues. If, uh, really we were, uh, not looking at the matchups quick, uh, closely enough here, but one of the ones yeah. that a lot of people, I guess, need to look at more closely was, uh, the Boston Celtics officially yeah. sweeping the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, you know, we, we, we talked about, you know, Ben Simmons, uh, wasn't going to be playing, uh, in, in game four. Uh, it's a, it's crazy to, yeah. uh, it's crazy to think that this is officially done. They did, did nothing. It was embarrassing. The season was pretty much for nothing and they are so much worse off for it. We now they don't even like is Kyrie is a free, like he might walk. <laughs> like that's crazy to me. I just, I, I, I oh, don't even know where they go from here. I don't even know if Ben Simmons is going to play next year. Yeah. Legitimately. I don't, I don't like he, he could, he could take the year off. I, I wouldn't even be surprised. He says it's a mental block. He can't even play the, uh, the his mental block is causing his back issues. Yeah, so yeah. Has to get the mental block on to fix the back. You can't just rehab the back. That's fine. Oh my god, I don't even know. I don't even know what to believe. Like the shit that gets the shit that's gotten leaked like throughout this whole thing. Like the different people re- reporting different shit. Like everyone has their own kind of angle as to like why they're releasing the information when i i literally don't know what to believe like it it, it makes my brain hurt steve nash uh, in the post game about... presser literally said yeah i knew he wasn't gonna play yeah i don't understand like <laughs> i feel so bad for steve nash i think he might just quit uh, he might just quit uh yeah. like at the sometime over the summer like he's got to be the he, he must have had the most stressful job out of pretty much any coach like to deal with all the shit that, that went down this year. That's Again, why a guy like, who never fucking coached, like it's his oh, first NBA exactly. coaching job. And now he's doing this. <laughs> I know <laughs> it's, 
Oh my God. He might go bald soon. And I don't want to see Steve Nash bald, man. Like no. he, I, 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 it's a shame. I, I really don't want to still see have that. the, he should still have the long slick back hair. He should wear a headband it, when he coaches. Be great. <laughs> and uh, yeah, like, I don't know what to, to make of Brooklyn, even, you know, Ben Simmons aside, like Kyrie, like, and <sighs> the way he, he, he is acting now, like what he said after in his post game presser, that it's just him and Kevin and, and Sean and, and Joe, uh, like Cy, like the owner, like th- those are the four guys who are going to sort of make the decisions going forward uh, in, in this franchise, as if you didn't sit out the entire, uh, you know, yeah, half yeah. of the year, uh, making it harder to get any sort of continuity on this team. I, I like, I like that more people are pointing it out now. Just, just the uh, idea of having a team and the same guys around each other uh, for the length of a season and how that continuity itself probably would have given Bo- uh, or Brooklyn a chance to win a couple of these games, maybe mm-hmm. win this series, just that alone. Um, and the, the way he's just kind of, I don't know, not really taking any responsibility for it, just kind of, uh, I don't know, brushing off any sort of criticism like he always does. Uh, I, I just don't know how Kevin Durant is feeling. Like if he's happy uh, being swept, him even clapping back at like Charles Barkley making the comments about driving the bus and everything. Like there's, there's just so much going on. And, and Boston just quietly had, uh, you know, locked, locked in and locked down. Uh, yeah. The Brooklyn's two scorers just went about their business. Kyrie had uh, one good game. KD had one good game. Exactly. Yeah. And, and Boston just, you know, did a thing, uh, specifically Tatum on both ends, looking like one of the best two-way players we've seen, honestly, in recent memory, not even just this year. Yeah. And uh, like, uh, a, a lot of people too, like Boston fans are rightfully a little ticked off that everyone's just talking about how Brooklyn imploded Brooklyn, this, this, and that, but like Boston's got to be given the credit. Like I think Brooklyn, again, just with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving as, as messy as it was, I think they could have beaten a lot of other uh, Eastern conference teams in the first round. Like I yeah, think they, yeah. they, they at least giving them a run. Yeah. Especially with the, the performance Kyrie had in game one, they, they definitely beat almost any other team, uh, you know, mm-hmm. with, with numbers, uh, if Kyrie's putting up those numbers, um, you know, I, I think Kevin Durant by towards the end of this series was just seeing ghosts out there. He obviously had a monster game four, but like the, the amount of bodies that Boston was able to throw at him, he was uncomfortable yeah. the entire yeah. series, especially that, that 16 point, uh, game three, that was just, just, uh, awful. Like he, he had, I, I, I haven't seen a team lock him down like this since he was, you know, young in OKC. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. just so impressive what Boston's able to do. And, you know, uh, going forward, uh, you know, in, into the postseason, I think Boston looks fucking as dangerous as any, any team we've got. Um, for sure. But for sure. Like, uh, uh, yeah, but Boston, an incredible two-way effort from them. And Brooklyn just corroded, just melted away as that yeah. series went on. And it's... Uh, it, it was pretty ugly. Uh, as, the the Ben Simmons drama obviously sort of magnifies all of it. And I'm just really interested to see from sort of team building perspective, what Brooklyn looks, looks like next year, because if Simmons isn't going to play, they got to get someone else who's a, a wing who's going to play defense because mm-hmm. they're just going to keep running into this problem. Uh, Cause you know, Kevin Durant's getting older. Kyrie's going to find another reason to not play games next year. And, I'm sure uh, yeah. they, they they've got to retool because it, it it was just such an ugly ending uh, for Brooklyn this year after an ugly year. 
Kyrie's only going to play games that he can walk to the arena so he can save on his, uh, his, uh, his carbon emissions or something. That'll be his it's new, true. his new protest. <laughs> so he'll just only go and play New York games, uh, oh, which is still, God. Hey, that's, over, that's but probably that's what, just, uh, it'll be just a shy, like a hair underneath, uh, the, you know, the games, unless maybe there's like a, they have a week off. We'll have like time to walk. True. You know? Uh, <laughs> yeah, so we'll, yeah, we'll see, we'll test the dedication on that. Oh um, man. But yeah, all in all, the series was close. I mean, like all none of the games were blowouts. The the, yeah. the Celtics were were just the better team, better game plan, and which is crazy. Coach. Which is crazy that that happened because yeah. we said close games. The the uh, the, the well, Nets you would, were going to yeah. win. And you they, would think they really, yeah, yeah. You would think the two guys who are you know NBA seventy five have hit shots in the NBA finals with the the like in the clutch, and yeah. here we are, uh, them getting killed by these twenty four year olds. I mean. That's insane. I don't know if you guys can hear that. My calendar fell or something. I don't know. Oh, shit. Uh, that's an omen, Matt. Nah, that's okay. Fuck them. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's a, uh, it, it's It's going to be an interesting off season there in Brooklyn, no doubt. Uh, and to, uh, to move on to a, another place, it's, it's going to be interesting to see what they want to do here. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks taking care of uh, the Chicago Bulls, man. Yeah. Man, the Bulls sold this DeRozan once again in the playoffs going outside, oh, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. just couldn't, couldn't put together a good game. 11 points in that game five that they were eliminated in, in Milwaukee. That that's horrible. Yeah. Chris Milton goes down. You can't even get one in Chicago. That's horrible. Uh, that, that's know. embarrassing flat out. Uh, yeah. like they, I thought we, we talked about, he said, maybe his room, you know, DeRozan has that crazy 41 point performance in game two. Maybe there's a chance that, uh, you know, in Chicago, they at least win one. Uh, yep. you know, and then Middleton goes down. And you're thinking, oh shit, here we go. This could be the the fight we wanted to see. Uh, you know, Central Division rivals, and then it doesn't turn into anything. Um, and now Zach yep. Levine is a uh, unrestricted free agent. Uh, this this off season, um, Deontay Murray already trying to recruit him. I yep. uh, posted yep. the Photoshop. He was quick with that one. Uh, which that would be a really scary backcourt. Um, oh yeah. But uh. Now they kind of get they the, the, the Bulls have a lot of cap space. Uh, are, 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 pardon me, they have a lot of cap, uh, you know, built into their Take roster already, not yeah. a lot of cap space, uh, at yeah, all. Yeah, so they're gonna have to really look at the personnel and think, is this like a team we want to try and run back with? Like, is this good enough? Because I don't think you're good enough, even if you're no. fully healthy. Lonzo Ball and, uh, and Alex Caruso are playing, uh, you know, Project Pat plays the whole season. Like, I think literally the best form of this Bulls team. The best form of this Bulls team loses to the Bucks in six. Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree with that. Um, I, I think it definitely would have been a little closer. The, the defense was one of the big things, but like we talked about with the Bulls last time, it's the freaking shooting. Like in, yeah. the, in this last game, 15 for 52 from three, 29%. Uh, like it's unbelievable uh, how bad they are at shooting the basketball. And uh, same thing I said last time too, um, and we talked about it a little bit, that when you have someone like DeRozan and Levine, you need the shooters to take advantage of the, the sort of mismatches and advantages that they create on the court. Like, and if you don't have that, they're just kind of stuck taking tough buckets. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, even if they pass out of it, they've got to reset and do all that work over again. And uh, like, they, they, they just need to retool and, and like, they, they don't have the capacity to completely overhaul this roster. Obviously if Zach Levine leaves, then they have a, a whole lot of other questions that they have to answer, but and it's Ken DeRozan assuming... carry their asses to the playoffs. <laughs> God, I don't want to see, I don't want to see Spurs DeRozan I was again. Say, I, yeah. I can't do it. Um, but uh, assuming, you know, all their main guys come back, like, I don't know. I, I, I 
I still feel sort of, sort of validated. And I think the people who are high on the bulls should still feel validated, even though they're out of the, you know, the playoffs uh, pre- in pretty short order here that DeRozan and Levine and Vucevic work well enough as like a trio. Uh, I, I think th- they had enough. There, there's enough of a sample size in this regular season where the bulls were playing really well, especially early on. They were, you know, obviously, uh, there, there's, there was the stat in the regular season that they didn't pe- beat the other yeah, really elite yeah. teams in the league, but you know, those sort of mid-level teams and, and bad teams that, you know, bad teams will lose to every once in a while. Like if you beat bad teams, that's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. uh, the, and the bulls, um, I, I just thought, you know, they, they, they played well enough to justify their moves, to put those three together. The pieces surrounding them just weren't right. I think Caruso and Lonzo were right. Uh, but they, uh, you know, in, in, Lonzo's case wasn't healthy enough and actually in the playoffs at all to, to be there, to yeah. hit those shots, to, to be that good shooter that he turned himself into. Um, and then otherwise they, they just need three and D players, which I know are the, the premium of the league. That's what everyone's after, but the bulls really needed a few other wing players and, and guys who can, you know, even play the four a little bit um, who can play defense and shoot threes. And they just didn't have enough of it. And, and that's why they lost. Like the, the, the bucks just beat them at the math game. Obviously, Giannis, Giannis uh, is a hell of a lot to handle. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that, that combination of them not being able to defend someone like Giannis who d- imposes his will and who sprays it out to the shooters that Chicago also can't defend well, um, and then just not being able to score enough on the other end. Uh, just it was There was literally nothing they could do. And it was a kind of sad kind of puttering out uh, uh, that the Bulls had. And, and you're right, it was, it was just too bad that they weren't good enough uh, and constructed well enough to take advantage yeah. of a major injury to the other fucking team, the other team's second most important player. Yeah. Um, and that just showed how flawed they were as a team. So yeah, they, they've got to retool. If they try and run it back again, I think they're going to hit a wall like this uh, uh, against another good team, whether it's Milwaukee or Boston or whoever that may be. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll, we'll see, uh, you know, what they, they decided to do in the, the off season. One of the best uh, in, in like, 15 years, almost 20 years, probably. Yep. You could probably say 25 years, probably one of the best bull seasons, 25 yep. years, one of the best. Yep. <laughs> um, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's gotta be up there with Derek Rose hitting that ugly ass bank buzzer beater that people. That was for some on my birthday. I will always remember that was on my birthday. Yeah. yeah that I, was, uh, they, they lost that series and, uh, yeah. no one, uh, people kind of remember it, but yeah, that was, that was kind of fake. I don't think he called bank on that one. No, honest. no. Controversial take. Yeah. I, I always say I'm like that. Like people think it's a sick shot. That's not a good shot. That's a lucky yeah. shot. That's like a March yeah. madness shot, man. Uh, anyhow, uh, to, to move on now, uh, the last series that was closed out uh, to, to talk about here before we get to our, uh, our second round conference preview, since uh, you know, the second, uh, second conference or second round of the, the conference uh, playoffs, pardon me, yep. uh, will be starting on Sunday, I believe. Uh, so uh, we'll, we'll, we'll have some recap there for, for the Monday podcast. Uh, but the Warriors closing out the Nuggets. Uh, it's going to be a, uh, a, a it was a crazy finish there, um, yep. you know, down to the wire. And Steph, you know, puts them to sleep, puts the baby to sleep uh, yep. in uh, in Golden State. Uh, Jokic, hey, man, a, f- a round of applause for Jokic, man. Uh, him and the Jokic Jets, they put on a show yep. for the season. Uh, you know, pro- the odds on favor to win the MVP. That guy I just was- want to say, Matt, I just want to say, Matt, uh, I heard Jokic and the Jokic at Yoka chats bill simmons used that exact phrasing so he's he's no he did yeah he did bill 
Come on, yeah. man. Come on. Give us some credit, baby. Come yeah. on. Come on. Come on, come on here. You know you yeah, were here first. This is you crazy. Yeah, there's no way someone else would have that stupid of a name picked out. No, no chance. <laughs> no chance. I know. Um, that's what I'm saying. So yeah, Bill, come on. Get at us, man. Hop on the podcast. Give us a debate. Yep. You know, you know, you it's need true. you need to be pushed to that next level, maybe. Um, but uh, yeah, I, Jokic was a fucking beast. Uh, all all playoffs long. Once again, uh, yep. Kept them in there, game in and game out. Uh, you know, did what did what he could at least. Uh, and, and, and you know, shout out to some of those Nuggets reserves because in uh, you know that game four and game five as well. You know, they they came out, and they were playing. Demarcus Cousins, Aaron Gordon, Monte Morris, oh, yeah. those yep. guys. They they really they balled out. They did what they yep. could. You know, first three games, no one was there, no one was home. Uh, yeah. But you know what? Uh, in the face of adversity, they came through. They they made this a respectful series. Yep, yep, it's true. And I I just think, again, we we talked about it one of the last times uh, we, uh, we we talked about Denver. Um, when you're looking at these guys and you want to be critical, everyone on Denver is playing uh, with more responsibility than they should have. They're playing a yeah. role that they should. A lot, yeah. So so it's just you know uh, when I'm looking at uh, Aaron Gordon, like yeah, I. I probably shouldn't be uh, or just looking at at face value. I'm not going to be that impressed when a secondary option, which he pretty much is on this team goes for 15 uh, and eight. But when that Aaron Gordon, when he becomes your third or fourth option, he's the perfect guy to have. Like yeah. he's, he's going to be great for the nuggets. I think he works so well with Jokic. It's just, you know, he, he doesn't have the the skill to actually be that secondary guy. And, and obviously no one on Denver does. And, and that's why they're ultimately you know, losing uh, or have already lost the series, um, uh, you know, a- as good as Jokic has been, like all of these guys, like Barton, uh, when he goes back to just being that kind of spark plug guy who can hit a shot here and there, who's not really relied on uh, as a, uh, you know, big time scorer, when Morris can uh, go back to the bench and, and be one of the best backup point guards in the league, like this team still makes sense. They're just uh, injured. They're, they're yeah, second yeah. and third best players and probably – could be their two leading scorers uh, have, have been missing this entire season. And, you know, that's, that's just the, the reality when, when you look at the, you know, the, the nuggets at the end of the day, I, I think it's still a successful season, kind of like how you're looking at, you know, the bulls, like we just talked about, you've got to take all or the Raptors, you got to take everything into account. You know, it's not just about the, the final product or the end result of a season. And, you know, Denver easily, easily, uh, it, it, you know, probably 20 to 25 uh, other teams in the league, if, if they were missing their second and third best players could have just missed the playoffs altogether and just called it, yeah. called it quits. So uh, I think it's still a success. Jokic, that's again, why I voted him MVP getting the dragging these guys to the sixth seed was, was no easy feat. And like they, they almost pulled a, a Raptors and sent it back to Denver for game six. Like this, yeah, this was yeah. a, a close game. It wasn't, it wasn't like, uh, you know, the, the Bucks series we just talked about where, you know, that game five was, you know, might as well not have even watched it. Like this, this was, uh, came down to the wire. And, uh, I, I just, I think every NBA fan and every fan of Jokic in particular, uh, I think is just dying, like really dying to see him have good players around him again. So we can see what he does in the playoffs, um, and sort of make that name for himself as the probable two-time MVP, um, you know, have some good, playoff moments deep in the playoffs like i think i think that's what uh, i and a lot of people want to see because like you brought up i think a couple pods ago uh you know for all the accolades he's gotten in the over the last couple seasons i don't think many people put him in their top five in the nba right now even though he's one of the most skilled guys and one of the most skilled big men we've ever seen uh he just needs that you know those moments deeper in the playoffs so 
I just, I'm really excited to see what Denver looks like next year because yeah. with a fully healthy squad, they're one of the, the heavyweights in the West. Uh, and to, this year just, just wasn't their year. Yeah. Healthy Jamal Murray and MPJ uh, against this Warriors team. That'd be a hell of a series. Be, that, that's yeah. going seven oh, yeah. for sure. I mean, uh, yeah. if even I like the, the, the nuggets probably would be uh, the, the favorite team I would think in that case. Yep. So uh, yeah, bright future there as well. Uh, again, not that long ago, these Nuggets were in the Western Conference Finals. Jokic is only getting better. If Murray comes back healthy, MPJ takes that next step. Uh, Nuggets, yep. again, it was kind of a team we looked at in the beginning of the year. We weren't sure how healthy they were going to be. Uh, possible contenders next year. We'll we'll have to wait and see on that. Um, yep. But we are down to eight slash nine uh, teams remaining uh, <laughs> in, in the playoffs, in the race for the, uh, you know, the, the Larry OB, the NBA championship. Um, it's uh, it, It's been crazy it's been action-packed so far but uh jordan uh let's 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 pick this one up with the eastern matchups because we already have those two uh locked and ready to go uh let's start it with miami heat versus uh the philadelphia 76ers oh we didn't really even talk about the miami heat and hawks uh the the hawks fucking suck trey young's a fraud um yeah uh that's all really need to be said um but yeah the the heat the heat coming off that huge win without lowry or jimmy butler able to, to beat the hawks in five uh, uh, the Sixers going up against the Heat is pretty much like going up against a better and I, I was gonna say healthier, but not really healthier anymore. Uh, but but a better version of the Toronto Raptors with more playoff yep. experience. Yep. And we saw them get pretty uh, you know pretty bogged down against the Raptors at times in the series. Um, yep. you actually have you know a, a really dependable and really solid big man defender in Bam Adebayo down low to, to guard Embiid. Yep. I'm excited I, for that matchup. I would be worried if you're a Sixers fan. I think the Heat are another – they're going to be really tough on you. And we saw James Harden pretty much be a non-factor uh, throughout the playoffs so far. Yep. Jimmy Butler and Kyle Lowry are going to make him pull a hammy and go back. Go back home. Yeah. He's, he's not <laughs> oh, – he's, he's going to have a hell of a series to go through. Well, and you know what he's going to be doing on off nights uh, when they go in Miami. You know, he's going to be out all night. I I don't think those games, I don't think he's going to, I think he might even look even worse than he did in this first round series. It'll be Um, a recipe for disaster. But uh, like, I don't know. I'm really excited though, too, because the Heat do have a tendency to kind of go through dry spells offensively, especially, you know, if, if Philly can stick, well, if Thibel even gets any playing time, because he was god awful in this first round series, but you know, if they can stick one of their decent defenders on, uh, you know, uh, Tyler Hero, like make, make his life hard. Uh, if they can sort of shut down the offensive side of Miami, uh, I think this series can can go long or has the legs to go long potentially, uh, because I still think Embiid. While I, I thought maybe his thumb would kind of impact his play a little bit more, I think he can handle it. Like I think with with sort of you know time to get used to it, uh, as long as he doesn't re-injure it badly, I think yeah, yeah. Embiid can can still be uh, close to a hundred percent of himself. And although I don't think James Harden, yeah, I agree with you, hasn't really been a factor uh, so far in these playoffs. I think even just his threat of the step back three and the way he can kind of get other guys involved. I think he can still be a, an impactful player enough to, to sort of make this a little bit of a series, but yep, yep. I can also see a world in which, you know, the heat even win or in, in like five or six because of all the ways that, uh, you know, kind of like Boston threw bodies, uh, you know, at the, the stars that, that Brooklyn had, I can just see Miami 
throwing bodies at, at Embiid, throwing bodies at Harden, throwing bodies at, at freaking Harris, um, and just locking those guys down. And I think uh, against the Heat specifically, if, you're, if I'm Philly, you've got to, you, you need Maxi to have another big time series. And you need Tobias Harris to have another good series. Like Tobias Harris played decently well against the Raptors. Oh, he was good. He was a like, he was underrated on defense too. Siakam sure. really had trouble with him. He shouldn't have, but he did. Yes, I know. Yeah, that was really frustrating. But you know, like I, I, I think it's more in, in this series for Philly. It's more about the the role players playing well uh, against that physical Heat defense. Mm-hmm. Like it, if they're all locked up and and they're straight jacketed uh, by the Heat, if Maxi uh, looks like the second year guard that he is, if uh, you know, Harris can't hit anything. If Danny green uh, can't hit anything. And, you know, we, we already talked about in this last series, like Philly doesn't have that deep of a bench. If, if all of the load is going to be on uh, Embiid and Harden, I think that's going to be tough uh, for them to get a win. But if they can get, you know, Embiid have a good game here and there, Harden have one of, you know, a vintage performance and Maxi and, and, you know, Harris can kind of consistently play well. I think this series goes long. Um, but, I don't know. I think just simply for the home court advantage of it all, I think I've got to go. I'm going to go heat and seven. I, yeah, I have yeah. a feeling this is going to go long and I'm going to say heat and seven. Well, and, and again, you got to remember the, the Sixers are one of the biggest crybaby teams in the league. Yeah. Uh, they're playing against and a couple yeah, the of whistle, dogs. The whistle is going to be really important in this series, obviously too. Like what, what how much yeah. aggressiveness the Miami heat defense can get away with. Spolster's Heat team, man, there's no chance that they're backing down from anything. Jimmy Butler is going to be getting in Joel Embiid's face every game. He's going to be there. This is going to really test, you know, Joel Embiid if he's got the mental fortitude. Because we've seen him, you know, he he was getting into the Raptors crowd today. Uh, and, and yeah, obviously, really you know, they, they yeah. well, again, it was after it was after they were they went up, uh, that all yeah. started going down. Um, but regardless, uh, this is going to really you know, prove is, is Joel Embiid really about it, or is he uh, only a Twitter fingers kind of guy? Uh, yeah. like we'll, we'll see if when he gets on the court, if he can you know back up that talk and you know, because Lowry, bam, Tyler Hero's a, a big shit talker too, man. Uh, PJ yeah. Tucker, for God's sakes, like he's going to be you know, making some pretty harsh fouls out there, I know that for sure. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to hedge a little bit on what you're going. I'm going uh heat and six. I'm going to go heat and six on this one. Uh, I'm, I'm not seeing a lot from Harden. Uh, you know, if he was playing even like, you know, 50% better right now, I would probably be actually closer to saying Sixers and uh, seven, but uh, yeah. you know, I, I just don't trust the the surrounding cast right now. I think Embiid will probably get the better of Bam and their matchup 90% of the time, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, the whistle is going to be huge, but I, I think that, uh, the big dogs in Miami, I think they're going to take this one home. Yeah. Yeah. And I might be, I, I'm, I'm kind of tempted to say heat in, in less than seven, two. Like I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm just not as confident, uh, in, in Philly in general, especially after mm-hmm. this Raptor series, like they, they looked ready to fold to me. Like, I, I don't yeah, know, yeah. like there was something was a little shaky. So yeah, I, either way, I think the heat will win, but I don't know. Something's just telling me that the heat struggles, offensively are going to hold them back a little bit from dominating as much as I think they should. And uh, so that, yeah, that's why I go in seven, but yeah, I I, I can see it uh, being heat and six for sure. But either way, I'd be a little shocked if, unless there's an injury somewhere, uh, I'd be a little shocked if Philly. We'll see see if, we'll see if Jimmy and uh, Lowry are going to be good for game one. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be tough there. Um, and, uh, the, the next series that we're, we're going to get into here in the East, uh, the Boston Celtics versus the Milwaukee Bucks. I had the Bucks picked, 
to be my NBA champion. Chris Middleton's yep. going to be out the entire second round. He wasn't looking that great in the second half of the season. Again, I said kind of smoke with that Andrew Wiggins pack. Um, yep. But with all things considered, with the Boston Celtics putting away the Nets in four, dominating fashion, they were the best team in the NBA the second half of the year. Um, I For the first time in quite some time, I think – that, uh, that I think the Boston Celtics are going to beat the Milwaukee Bucks. I don't think the Bucks are my favorite to win the, the title anymore. I think the Celtics may have uh, even jumped the Suns in my mind as uh, title contenders. I think they're the odds-on favorite in my in my book and the Matt yeah. Acorn sports book. That's Your that's kind of book. yeah my sports book. Uh, that's my that's my number one pick right now. Uh, they look yeah they look amazing. incredible. And this is kind of we've been talking about the change in the guard with all these different guys, these young stars, you know, we're starting to see uh, the guys of our childhood uh, start to kind of move on to greener pastures. Jason Tatum, you know, winning this title would be not that crazy when you really look at it in the realm of, you know, a lot of other former superstars and how fast, you know, it took them to win uh, their first championships, you know, some win in the rookie year. Uh, So, I mean, it's a, some took longer than others, uh, LeBron. Uh, and, but but we're, I, I do honestly think this team is good enough. The field is open enough. And Jason Tatum's that good that they can win the NBA championship this year. And I think yeah. that they're going to beat the Milwaukee Bucks. And I'm going to have to uh, – I, I wanted to go six, but just as I'm about to spit it out, my body can do it. I'm going to go Celtics <laughs> at seven because I think Giannis wow. is – I don't, I don't think Giannis is going to go out uh, without it being literally at the smallest margin. It'll be a close game. Oh, that'll, that'll hurt you on us a lot, man. Jesus. Well, yeah, just when you're talking about Tatum and I, I someone else brought it up uh, again on a podcast, I can't remember to, to, to shout out properly, but uh, imagine if Philly had just drafted Tatum and they had Embiid and Tatum. Yeah. Yeah. Like Insane. what a, what a fucking combo that would be, um, you know, to, to the biggest stars in the Eastern conference playoffs right now. Um, but yeah, when you're looking at this series, it's, it's, it's strange because Milwaukee's played so well, even without uh, Middleton. Um, and I think they have the ability to play well without Middleton, but they're not going to look like this against the Bulls, like the, the dominating Bucks that we, that we yeah, just saw. Yeah. Uh, like Drew Holiday is not, not hitting six threes against the Celtics. Yeah, yeah. What I meant to say is, yeah, they're not going to look as good as they did against the Bulls. I think the Bulls, um, you know, were the, were the perfect opponent to make the, the Bucks look as unstoppable as the Celtics in the first round. But I don't think – I, I just – I just don't see where they're going to get anything like as Giannis can literally be Superman. He can put up fucking 50 points um, and and 25 rebounds. Who else is getting an advantage here? Like there's no, at no level of on the court, like drew holiday is going to be beat as at his own game. Like the the Marcus smart, Jalen Brown, any of the guards that, that, that Boston has like Derek white, throw them on holiday. He's not, I don't think he's going to go off for one single good offensive game. uh, Al Horford can outman Brooke Lopez for sure. Yeah, they have they have good interior defenders. Uh, yeah, between Horford, Williams, uh, even freaking Grant Williams, uh, and oh, he was, uh, yeah, yeah, even Tice. Like like uh, these guys are are really really good defenders at every single level, and and they're all sort of connected. A really good team defense as well. Like uh, it's 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 up there with like the freaking O four Pistons, some of those Spurs teams, the Warriors team uh, in in twenty sixteen. Like these incredible defenses. Nineteen uh, Raptors just. And the 19 Raptors. Yes. I, I want, no, I'm serious. I want, I want, I need that thrown in because that was almost like a freaking all defensive team when, when mm-hmm. they, when they were at their best uh, young, young defensive Siakam, Danny green, a little tangent here, but I don't care. Like that, that 2019 Raptors team was one of the best defensive teams uh, put together in the last 20 years. Uh, but okay. Back to the Celtics. Like 
that defense, yeah, up there in that same conversation with all those guys. I just don't see. Again, I, I'm all these people saying, oh, they have all these people to throw at Giannis, all these bodies to throw at Giannis. Giannis is going to get his numbers. Uh, the yeah, Boston regardless. is not touching Giannis. I'm sorry. Uh, they don't have anyone physical enough to match him. No, they do not have a, the Giannis stopper. Nobody does, and I don't care. Uh, you know how how well you know comparatively, quote for a small guy, Marcus Smart will do on the, on him, or for a big guy, freaking Al Horford will do on him. They don't have the Giannis stopper. I don't want to hear any of that. But every other player, every other normal human being who's not the Greek freak, Boston has an answer for you. Uh, Bobby yeah. Portis, you're not going to go off. Uh, the, the Grant Williams will shut you down. Uh, freaking even Tatum uh, will do a good job. Like there's so many guys. Uh, that I think uh, Boston can throw at everyone that's not Giannis that I agree with you. I think, I think Boston's going to win. I think if Middleton was there, I think, fuck, it would still be a tough series, but I'd, I'd go with the bucks. Uh, mm-hmm. Cause I, I think Middleton still does deserve my respect. You know, the way he played in last year's finals really kind of shut me up. I've been a Middleton hater for, for many years. Um, but if they're really going to be without him for the entire series, I just don't think, I just don't believe in Drew Holiday enough to pick up enough of that slack or Brooke Lopez or, or, you know, the two of them together to be that second fiddle to Giannis. Mm-hmm. And uh, not to mention uh, Boston has the home court. So I, I think <sighs> I'm trying to give my prediction. I don't know. Boston in five would be too crazy. So I don't think Whoa, that's going to happen. That would be insane. That's going to happen. That would so I'm going to go, I'm going to go, I'm going to go Boston in six. Okay. Yeah. I, th- I think, I think it's fair. You have the strength to do. True, exactly. You're a stronger man than me. Uh, me in this one. Uh, to to move on here now to the Western Conference. Uh, it's uh, another. Uh, it's it, we were one of these. We're kind of gonna have to bust with the crystal ball uh, a, a little bit. Uh, but but nothing uh, nothing wild here. Um, uh, again, it's the the Mavs and Jazz still wrapping up here. We'll see if there's gonna be a game seven. You guys will know yeah. by the time you're listening to this. Uh, yep. If there there's going to be a a game seven in the in that game. Uh, or I that don't think so. I'll put my money on Luca. Luca Luca wraps it up tonight yeah I mean yeah it looked like he was already having a pretty good game but uh yeah the Phoenix Suns uh obviously we we already talked about them they are they're going to be moving on here uh and uh, they will be facing the uh winner of uh this Dallas Mavericks or Utah Jazz uh you know series I think regardless and we kind of mentioned this before uh you know when we were talking about the Pelicans uh the the Suns I think have kind of the edge regardless against either of those teams. Uh, But I think if they had to be scared about one of the other teams, I think that the, just having Luca out there is really the X factor uh, for, for them. But I think, I think they would sweep the jazz. Honestly, I think they sweep the jazz. Yes. I think so too, because Rudy would be completely taken out of the series. Uh, He'd be put in the torture chamber uh, of, of, high pick and rolls, whether it's Chris Paul or, or Devin Booker or freaking even campaign, like he would be totally screwed. They'd have to, they'd play him off the floor. And then uh, literally all of the Suns really good freaking role players who are shooters can shoot over all the guys that the freaking jazz throw out there. <laughs> like yeah. Royce O'Neal. Again, I don't want to disrespect him. I think he's a really good defender, but he's too short for the guys he's asked to defend. Um, you know, same with Conley and Mitchell, good defenders in their own right. Even though again, Mitchell's had a really, really rough defensive sort of start to these these playoffs um but uh they're just not none of them have the size to really bother any of phoenix's shooters so yeah i think 100 percent they sweep if it's the jazz that get through the mavericks i think that's like a really interesting series two teams built completely differently yeah, um, yeah. and I, I just i think luca would have a really tough time 
finding the edge uh, that he does against a lot of other teams. I think that, that you know, the, the Suns are really smart. Mikhail Bridges um, and, would be really draped on that guy. Yeah, absolutely. Like the 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 long arms. Like I don't think Luca can just kind of waltz to the basket like he has in this uh, Utah series. Um, and you know, Luca's still dangerous. That that step back three that he gets off at the end of close games, he can hit that against pretty much anyone. Like if you yeah. can do it on Rudy Gobert without much freaking athleticism at all to get separation out of the longest freaking go go gadget arms in the world, like you can hit that against anyone. Um, but I just think sort of in the aggregate of these games, uh, I, I think Phoenix is just going to uh, just kind of outsmart, outclass, uh, be a little bit def- uh, better defensively, a little bit better offensively, just in general, be a better team than the Mavericks. Mm-hmm. I, I give Luca a chance to maybe go off a few times and, and keep the Mavs close, maybe win a couple games. But I, I definitely pick the Suns uh, over the Mavericks and – uh, I respect Luca too much. Uh, I'd say Suns and six. Suns and six. I think that's fair. Uh, yeah, I think if they're going against, no, I, I'm gonna. I, uh, yeah, I'm. No, I'm just gonna be different from you. I, I'm gonna take the Suns in five if they if they go up against the Mavericks. I'm sticking yep. to the 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 Suns in four uh, over the Jazz based on what we've seen in this playoff series. Going into the playoffs, I probably would have given the Jazz, you know, maybe two games on them, but uh, yeah. you know, right now this just looks like it would be a, a really bad matchup there. Uh, yeah. But again, uh, it's uh, we'll we'll see how this game finishes up. Uh, that's going on tonight, uh, yep. and and the other series that's still going on, uh, the Timberwolves going up against the uh, the the Memphis Grizzlies. I hope that, it goes seven. I really want it to go seven. I want to see more protests. So me too. You know, I want to <laughs> see the crowd. I want to see the people rushing the crowd. I want to see them do whatever more the hell they dumb can do. fouls and dumb mm-hmm. mistakes mm-hmm. and people running into each other. I want to see stupidity because that's what this fucking series has been. So this is again, and and that's perfectly to my point here. Um, I don't really give a fuck who wins the series because <laughs> I think that the, the Warriors are going to kill them. It's going to be yeah. a slaughter. These guys yeah. haven't, I honest to God, don't think either of these teams, I said it before, I don't think that they benefited pretty much anything from this yeah. series, except yeah. for the fact that the Timberwolves have an even bigger ego and have <laughs> even more attitude than they ever needed, uh, which is going to cost them the the, yeah. the way that they, they think. Like again, Malik Beasley, the guy who got absolutely hammered on yeah. Uh, he goes out and says, oh, well, we feel like we already won this four to one. It's like, what fucking what math is that? What fucking math is that? Uh, yes, I agree. You should be at four one, but you guys obviously aren't as tough as you actually think you are <laughs> because you would already have won the series. Then instead of blowing all these yes. 20 point leads, blowing another yes. one, uh, in, in that last game, uh, yeah, I just don't, uh, I don't see this one going well, uh, for either team though, even as Memphis yep. plays, they're a little bit deeper. They've got jaw who is like a borderline MVP guy this year. And they play and the Grizzlies played the, the, the Warriors really well in the regular season, but yeah. I, I don't think, I don't know. I thought that would matter going into sort of this potential matchup, but I don't believe that anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I think that Curry will cook anybody. They just yeah. don't match up personnel wise right now. Uh, and like Draymond Green is going to terrorize those guys. Like oh he'll he'll show Pat Pat, Pat Bev what a real irritant looks like. Uh, yeah. when when it matters, if, if that <laughs> if, if that matchup happens. Like yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the Grizzlies. Uh, or if the, it's the Timberwolves. Yeah. If, if the the Grizzlies on the I other side, it's like mixed up so much. It's like what the, what the fuck? Like I I I wish they could do better. Like again on the other like I said, Patrick Beverly would get to, uh, you know irritated on uh on the Timberwolves side of things. But when you go up against the Grizzlies. 
Uh, Jaron Jackson Jr., one of the best defenders in the NBA, but has no discipline whatsoever, has no, no. shot-blocking IQ, doesn't know where the fuck he should be. He doesn't know how hard he can swing his arms. Like He takes no, <laughs> so many unnecessary fouls. It's insane. Oh, and he might be an all-NBA defensive player this year. But That's some the people put him part. defensive player of the year. Yeah, so it's it's insane to think. But, I mean, I, I just think this is a recipe for disaster. It's going to be the ass-kicking that either of these teams need if they want to actually be great and they want to contend yep. next year. But the no chance that uh, I think either of these teams can uh, even uh, walk in the the shoes of uh, the the pool party out yeah. in uh, yeah. out in Golden Black State. Yeah, Black Brothers pool party. Yeah, yeah. The Warriors they've they've just looked they've just looked too good and and they're too experienced. And again, I thought I thought it would be a very interesting Grizzlies versus Warriors matchup uh, mm-hmm. if it came to that because of how well the Grizzlies have over the last couple seasons kind of dealt with the warriors. Um, and I don't know if it is the Grizzlies that make it through, like the, they'll have home court. It, I, I think that might be a little more interesting of a series. If it's the Timberwolves, I swear to God, they'll get swept. Like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 I think uh, they would be, especially, especially if you're looking at that freaking uh, Draymond versus cat matchup, like Draymond is going to get in cat's head in the first second of, of game one and just it, he'll 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 be destroyed cat won't do a single thing yeah. uh, against draymond uh in a series he'll foul out every game in you know 10 minutes and and so that yeah i don't even think that's worth talking about but the grizzlies yeah they've just really uh done whatever the opposite of impressing me is they've disappointed me uh, yeah, so far yeah. in this uh in these playoffs just the way they've kind of stooped down to the level of minnesota and you know jaws looked you know on the whole kind of unimpressive um, and l- like you said about Jackson Jr., you know, a guy who can't stay on the floor. And, you know, it's it's fine in the regular season when you've got the, you know, the Conchars and, you know, the Baines yeah, and the yeah. Meltons and all the guys off the bench that they roll out. It doesn't matter if Jaron Jackson Jr. fouls out or is in foul trouble because, you know, next man up and, you know, it's fine. The Grizzlies had an uh, unbelievable regular season. But you need your best defender, uh, you know, uh, all-NBA defense caliber guy, uh, second best player on the team, supposedly to be out there on the floor in the playoffs, if you're going to do anything like uh, mm-hmm. th- this is what Minnesota has been able to take advantage of the fact that the Grizzlies are so used to going nine, 10 deep. Um, and you know, that, that the Timberwolves have kind of out star powered them and had more kind of high level shot making at the end of these close games, even though they have blown leads and, and mm-hmm. the Grizzlies have looked, you know, borderline dominant at times in this series too. It's just, the, every sort of thing we were worried about with the Grizzlies going into the playoffs, that they don't have that top level talent, uh, that they're going to be relying on random ass dudes to come in and contribute. All that's kind of come to fruition. And if the Grizzlies weren't such a young inexperienced team themselves, I could see the Grizzlies being in a hell of a lot more trouble in the first round yeah, right away yeah. for the two seeds. So, um, I, I think it could get interesting. I'm, I, I think it's ultimately whether it's in six or seven, the Grizzlies who are going to get past the Timberwolves. I'd be a little sh- shocked if, if they don't. Um, and then I think again, just because of the home court, I think, uh, you know, I'll, I'll give them two games, but two. Think, oh, you're, you're a generous man. No, I worries in six, I should say worries in two. Uh, yeah. War, worries in six again. <laughs> like I, I, I I actually, I kind of disagree. I actually, I honestly think if you really want to match up personnel for personnel, I think if the Timberwolves get out of this, I think they're the better matchup. I think that because really? Carl Anthony Towns can't get checked by anybody but Draymond, uh, yeah. and he can really throw that body around. Again, we kind of saw Jokic like 
kind of get all of his. I think that that would be the game plan. You know, you let you let Cat do whatever well, he wants. I just think it'd be harder for else. Cat, but yeah, maybe yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah. I I think to just the, having some of that size, Anthony Edwards is uh, again another score that you're you're gonna have to count True. on Wiggins to be able to to guard him as well. Hey, the Wiggins revenge series. That's what you, you want. That's why you True. want. True. I was. I hadn't even thought about that. Actually, yeah, we need Tim. Oh Wiggins no. Will yeah, average that, that, thirty-five. That would make the perfect. Plus. You know what? No, you're speaking into existence. They are gonna win in seven now because then Wiggins is gonna have to. <laughs> he's gonna have to kill he's gonna have to kill the t- the timberwolves off yeah. as he goes on his quest to getting that finals mvp i predicted you're um, right so yeah you're right no so what you what you were wrong and now you're right uh timberwolves <laughs> in seven it's happening uh wiggins finals oh, mvp also happening um but what should also be happening is you guys following us at big dog ball talk right now just go you're on your phones you're on your your laptops whatever the hell you listen to us come on it's also yeah. a follow at big dog ball talk just type it in where we'll make our day it'll, it'll maybe hopefully one day it'll make your day uh, yeah, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, check us out. We're uh, we're trying to get as active as we possibly can on there. And again, the the more support we see from you guys, the more uh, content we can get out there for you. Um, yep. Where uh, again, this this month has been amazing. Uh, thank you guys so much for all your support. We are uh, we're almost wrapped up in the NBA season, our first official season. But don't don't worry, uh, we're gonna have awesome. Got a lot of basketball content. to be played yep. too. We got yep. a lot of good, exciting playoffs. The Eastern Conference. The- the, the four heavyweights in the Eastern Conference set to face off. We've been waiting for this for freaking yep. months and months. This is this is going to be awesome. So can't wait to see all that. And you guys, uh, again, thank you so much for everything you've done. At Big Dog Ball Talk, give us a follow. And uh, this is Matt Eichel with Jordan Flegel for Big Dog Ball Talk. And as my good friend Jordan always says. You know, if you're ever feeling a little bit down, drive out to where I am, Matt. Matt I'm talking to you and all of our, our listeners. Personal invitation. Drive out to where I am. I'll let you bottle feed a little lamb. I was doing that today, Matt. There were like 12 little lambs. Mm-hmm. To have the little insert on, on a little pop bottle that looks like a nipple. Uh, stuff it in their mouth. They, they love it. They go crazy for it. Their little tails wag. It's, uh, it's a delightful it's a delightful thing. It took my mind off the fact that I came back to a freezing cold mm-hmm. house on a windy-ass island uh, by myself. It, was, really, uh, uh, it really fed your, uh, your motherly instinct. That's right. That's right. Uh, that's and yeah, Matt, you with your baby nice. fever. We talked about that. You got to uh, get it off your chest over here. Hey, uh, you won't be able to get it off my chest. You know what I mean? <laughs>